Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 192, recorded live on Sunday, February 13th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who doesn't smell like me, Dave Play. Hi. And the man who does smell like me, Andy Lowe. Hi. And what in particular do you smell like today, Andy? Um, well, I smell like my normal self. Ah. But um, that was my little homage to the Old Spice guy. Because he's... Okay. I forgot his actual... What is his actual name? I don't know. Old Spice guy. But he was off the air, and then he's back on. Isaiah Mustafa. That is a name. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, the Old Spice guy. Hello, ladies. How are you? Fantastic. Does your man smell like me? Does he look like me? Look at okay. your man. Now look back at me. Now look at your man. Now look back at me. What's in my hand? Two tickets to the thing. I'm on a horse. Come on, Dave. Anything? No, I, I recognize the commercial. I'm, I'm just not sure I share your fascination with it. They're funny. But I, I guess that's... I think that's just you. Which is really funny because I actually don't like the smell of Old Spice. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> Anyways. But the ad just gets stuck in my head and it won't leave. Yep. We're on the cross-country trip last year. I just... Oh. So how are you, Dave? I've actually been better, but I'm, I'm doing okay. A little sick, as you may hear throughout the podcast. Yeah, I'm hopefully going to be able to catch all these coughs. If not, my apologies in advance. Well, now they know why. So it is oh, uh, Sunday morning. Yep, the day I don't have to work on the robot. Dave's box and four wheels. Um, It's still a plank with four wheels, but the four wheels are on it now, like fully on it. With motors and all? Uh, no. <laughs> they are spaced properly, though. Ah. So the the sprocket lines up with the other sprocket that's on the motor. Okay, so the the axles are lined up, but you haven't actually connected them to the drive chain. Right. The the only thing missing is the chain. Gotcha. But yeah, that's pretty much been my entire week is the robot and school. It's painful. It fried me. I'm I'm pretty much out of it at this point. Ah. Uh. Should we step into topics then, so I don't keep on talking about the Old Spice commercials? Sure. Shortest banter ever. <laughs> the Huffington Post has been purchased by America Online for $315 million. Which, and whoever said blogs weren't worth anything. Which, not only $350 million, but $300 million was in cold hard cash. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which my only question is, AOL has $300 million in cash lying around? Oh, they've got to have significantly more than that. The company is still there. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Believe it or not, it's still out there. I, Dave, I have actually now started up a drinking game. I'm going to drink a cup of coffee every time you cough. A full cup of coffee or just take a sip? Just take a sip. Man, be okay. <laughs> if I had to drink a full cup of coffee every time you cough on this podcast, I'd be... <laughs> You'd be dead. I'd be having that, that whole handshaking that I did when I drank a two liter of pop every hour and a half in high school. In preparation for Lent. Yeah. Oh, that's coming up soon, isn't it? 
I guess so. Oh, so is Passover. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I Dave. gotta get on that. Yeah, you gotta what? get on that so you can let me know when Passover is. There have been some complications this year. Things keeping us distracted and busy. Hang on. <laughs> Fine. Hold your horses. So one thing I've been noticing is when you're unemployed, you expect things to go faster in the rest of the world mm-hmm. because you have nothing blocking your speed. Right. So you're like, okay, come on, come on. Anytime now. And everybody else is like, oh, come on, I got to work. You're like, oh, come on. Why can't you do it now? Now, 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 now. Anyway, so the Huffington Post is run by Ariana Huffington. What a surprise. And now she will be the president and editor-in-chief of the Huffington Post Media Group, which includes all Huffington Post and AOL content, including Engadget, TechCrunch, MoviePhone, MapQuest, Black Voices, Pop Eater, AOL Music, AOL Latino, Autoblog, Patch, Stylist, and more. <clears throat> that is um, a significant amount. Yeah. I am... Uh, I, I, I see a joke in here. Thinking Ariana Huffington is in charge of MapQuest, so therefore yeah. when you get directions from MapQuest, it will only let you turn left. <laughs> That's really amusing. But there's actually um, been a little bit of backlash where a bunch of the um, AOL workers don't think it's a good idea to have her in charge, and a bunch of the Huffington Post bloggers are actually... Uh, they not, don't want to be with AOL. Yeah, they don't want to write free for the man. Right. Which I don't really see AOL as the man. Oh, they were at one point. Yeah, they they're AOL's now the old guy. <laughs> the man who was once the man. And is no longer the man now they're just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> Although they do own some things that are huge outside of the US. Yeah. There's a social network in England that's owned by AOL that is enormous. But I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just because Engadget and TechCrunch and stuff. You think about those, and you're like, okay, decent place to get information. But I don't know if that's going to be good with her in charge. Well, we'll uh, have to see. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, we will. You know what else we'll have to see? Hold on, I'm taking a sip of coffee. Ah, uh, okay. Dave, what else do we have to see? The Sony Ericsson announcement today? Oh, at what, 10, 30 or something like that? Uh, I don't know. 1,800. GMT? Isn't that 1 o'clock here? Uh, we're minus 5 GMT? Yeah, 5 or 6, though, depending on the time of year. So 18 minus 5 is 13, so it's 1 o'clock? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, right when I'm editing this. Yep, you'll be able to watch it. Yeah. So it looks like it's a phone with a game controller instead of a keyboard that pops out. Yep. I don't know. I look at it and I'm like, hmm. Like it could possibly be good. As far as a keyboard, I mean, the uh, the phone controller can give you a pretty cool keyboard layout. How do you mean? Or the, the game controller. Well, haven't you seen the stuff on... Uh, a new keyboard for the 360 and the PS3. There's a new keyboard for the 360, so you don't have to... Well, no, it's 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 a theoretical keyboard where you press up, and then triangle, circle, square, X give you options for different keys. And then you press down, they give you four different options. Now you can only get 16 options that way, but you could also do, like, up, up, down, down. 
<laughs> so if I wanted to type something to you, Dave, I could actually go up, up, down, down, left, right, left, left right. right, left, right, BA, select, start. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Oh, that code will never go away. Mm-hmm. But we'll actually have to see. We'll talk about it next time after the official announcement is announced. <laughs> after the official announcement is announced. Andy, you are tired. Drink more coffee. <laughs> Thank you, Dave. You're welcome. So, Super Bowl or more Xperia? Well, no, because the Xperia ad was actually announced on the Super Bowl. Okay. That Super was Bowl. the first ad of it. That was the first of, everybody knew that it was in the works, but it was the first official announcement was at a Super Bowl ad. And now, I guess the top two Super Bowl ad. Did you actually watch the Super Bowl, Dave, or no? I did. You Almost did. the entire thing. Oh, my. Keep in mind, I had to go to bed. I actually, uh, so I actually stayed up past my bedtime watching the Super Bowl. I actually didn't watch the Super Bowl. Uh, you missed a really good game. Eh, I can't, it turns out you can actually download the entire Super Bowl online uh, illegally. Mm-hmm. It's, so if if I wanted to watch the Super Bowl, I could. It, no, it really was a good game. Um, Steelers might have had it, except for every turnover. <laughs> interception! Interception! Interse- what the hell? So Big Ben didn't throw the ball well? No, he did not. Mm. But did you actually get to watch like the Volkswagen Young Darth Vader ad? I did. And the little Beetle commercial, which was also awesome. Oh, I hated that Beetle commercial. What? I hate bugs. Oh, sucks to be you, because it was actually very clever. <laughs> I love how the new Beetle shape is making it look like the old, old, old Beetle. Like the Porsche designed. Mm-hmm. Not Porsche the company, but Porsche, the actual right, person. Himself. Yeah. I don't know if I like the whole um, Doritos ad. Oh, God, those were terrible. There was one or two cute ones, but generally the Doritos ads were awful. I was wondering he brings back the grandpa from Ashes. I'm just like, uh... That one actually was kind of cute. The, the finger-licking one was terrible. Oh, God. <coughs> um... Some of the other ads were pretty cute, though. What did you think of the uh, M&M Chrysler ad? The M&M... Oh, which one was that? That wasn't... It's number 44 on the list. Right. Uh, M&M had two ads. Oh, the Brisk ad was horrible. Yeah. The Chrysler one was like the, the Bring Back Detroit ad. Yeah. That was great. Now, I might be a little biased in that, but it was pretty good. It was actually kind of funny because uh, NBC afterwards, we were talking about the Super Bowl ads. That was the one that they focused on was the imported from Detroit ad. Yep. It was a really, really good ad. Granted, it, Although, was, for, it was for the Chrysler 200, which is the downgraded version of the 300. So most likely this car is going to be the uh, rental car you pick up at the airport. <laughs> Possibly. That said, the, um... Oh, crap, which ad was it? I just had it. Now I'm blanking. Damn it! It's all your fault, Andy. Well, explain it to me. I can probably... Uh, if I remembered any part of it, I could re- tell you what it was. <laughs> so you remember none of it. This ad that was going to stick with me forever and ever and ever. And now I don't remember what it was. Are you talking about the Motorola ad that made fun of yes, Apple in 1984? You. Yes, the Zoom tablet. 
How do I know you, Dave? I laughed so hard. So hard. And I so wanted to be a fly on Steve Jobs' wall when he first sees that ad. (laughs) Or first saw that ad. Absolutely knocking into their 1984 ad. Which is kind of funny because I remember that Steve Jobs wanted those white earbuds to be some way that you could tell that the person had an iPod. Yep. That was like those, nobody else had those bright white earbuds. And now they're using it to make make fun of everybody's got those white earbuds. Yep. It's actually why I don't have white earbuds. You don't want people to know you have an iPod? No. Plus, also, if you're ever in a big city, it's out the, if people are going to mug you, they, they could see that you've got the white earbuds, so they go, oh my god, that guy's got either an iPod or an iPhone now. Or money to spare. Yeah. Or... So it's just literally a giant white flag. <laughs> yeah. No, I was... And the the subtle poking in that commercial. Yeah. Like the fact that on the tablet was the book 1984. Mm-hmm. So well done and well designed. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that commercial. Which is also kind of... Oh, all right, another drink. Yep. The one ad that I was kind of disappointed with was actually the uh, BMW diesel ad. I don't remember it. It's the one where they showed all the, like, the bus with the big black smoke and the... The oil tanker with the black smoke and the driver was coughing black smoke and it showed the Volvo diesel slowly climbing up a hill and it showed the Mercedes-Benz diesel just shaking and billowing out black smoke everywhere. (laughs) Not exactly how you'd want to sell a diesel car. Well, it's it's kind of had the um, David Bowie's changes. Ch-ch-ch-ch-changes. Oh, okay. So it was saying that, oh yeah, this is the past of diesel now, now diesel is future. yeah. Now diesel's fun and exciting and clean <laughs> and clean. Everybody on the Mercedes Benz really. forum is going. Wait a second. So BMW is picking a fight with a car that came out twenty years ago. <laughs> yep. So everybody, everybody on the Mercedes Benz forums are all like, "Hmm, I wonder if BMW, if we can find any BMW diesels from twenty years ago that are you know still on the road." <laughs> Not if BMW has anything to say about it. Probably not. But, oh, one thing I could not believe was the Groupon ad. The the Thai whatever, or the, Tibetan. Yeah, the Groupon making fun of the Tibetan history. Yeah. That, that was pretty racy, raunchy, bad. Well, they've actually pulled that ad now. Good. Not also, only did... the GoDaddy ad with Joan Rivers. Oh, no, but the uh, the Groupon ad, there was actually going to be two other ads about it. Yeah. One one was about, um, it was going to be like Cuba Gooding Jr. and saving money on like whale watching. And uh, I forgot what the third one was. It was going to be like making fun of saving the rainforest. That's pretty not tasteful at all. No. So yeah, Groupon was like, okay, we're sorry about that ad. We're, we're pulling it completely. Should never have gotten off the floor. Yeah, I don't know who <laughs> who thought of that one. I don't know. Also, the reply all ad was meh. Yeah. So if you didn't watch the Super Bowl, did you just go and watch all the ads at once on Hulu or something? Um, on YouTube. Ah. They were up on YouTube, youtube.com slash adblitz, right afterwards. 
like they were they were showing up on YouTube right after they aired. So all the uh, ads from the Super Bowl without the actual product. Yes. Because I mean, hey, if, I I don't care about sitting through the game, especially with the Black Eyed Peas doing the halftime show. Hey, I actually liked that halftime show. I'm sorry, but I cannot stand Fergie at all. Yeah, I I can't either, but it was still pretty good. Had slash. But but Fergie. Yeah. Which is so bad because there's so many Black Eyed Peas songs that are actually not bad. But it's just uh I just And it was also uh done live. It wasn't pre recorded and lip syncing. Which is one of the things that I think a bunch of people found distasteful and terrible, but I appreciated it. That it was done live? That Fergie that it could have had... Synced. Fergie could have had... Oh, speaking of done live, Christina Aguilera and the uh, Star Spangled Banner. Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah, I missed that. Oh, she, uh... <coughs> she, she... It seems she doesn't really know the words to the Star Spangled Banner. Not many people do. <laughs> I I do. Yep, I and do I as well. Know the lyrics to O Canada as well, but curling. Yep. Side note: I'm now curling two times a week for the next three weeks. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll see how my legs feel. Because <laughs> I'm also prepping for the half marathon in April. Wahaha! <laughs> oh, stupid physical activity. Yeah. Why can't I be fat and lazy? Well, you could be lazy, um, but your body won't let you be fat. No, it won't. You're welcome to be lazy. Uh, hey, how was your uh, blood test, by the way? The cholesterol? Oh, um, I came up straight down the line, straight down the middle. Okay. I could give you my numbers, but I'm not sure where the paper is at the moment. It's around here somewhere. I, I think we can pass on that for now. Yeah, but yeah, my numbers were uh, right down the line. What was high was high. What was low was low. Okay, but was the high stuff supposed to be the high stuff? Yeah. Okay. That's what so it was. The, the HDL was high and was the LDL high, yeah. was low. Okay, that's good. So I guess I am... Um, Healthy. Yeah. At least a body. Lord only knows about mind. <laughs> I'm a lot healthier than a Guitar Hero. Ooh. Hi-oh. Yeah, but who didn't see this coming? Yeah, that is true. It's... What? Ever since Activision got Guitar Hero and then put out Guitar Hero, Guitar Hero Aerosmith, Guitar Hero Warriors of Rock. Guitar Hero World Tour. Yep. Also known as Guitar Hero 4. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, last Friday, the Activision uh, earnings call uh, found out, A, that Activision slashed about 500 jobs. Ouch. And is... Now, is that including the jobs that had previously been filled by Harmonix? Or, no, never mind, because that was MTV, not Activision. Yeah. Ah, ha, ha. Okay. But um, this is their, the, the official word from Activision is, quote, In 2011, the company will allocate the majority of its resources and focus towards opportunities we, which we expect will afford us the greatest competitive advantage and the greatest potential for being in-class quality, high-margin digital growth and long-term success. These options include Blizzard Entertainment's games currently in development, so Diablo 3, World of Warcraft. And they're unannounced, uh, well, somewhat announced, but untitled MMO. Yeah. 
um, forthcoming Call of Duty <laughs> titles, the development of a best-in-class digital community surrounding the Call of Duty franchise, a new property from Bungie, and an innovative new universe with broad appeal that will be revealed at Toy Fair, hmm. which turns out is actually um, Spyro. Ah. So Spyro the Dragon is coming back after years Eight of not years. being on the PlayStation. Years of not having a game. So that means that um, Activision Blizzard is now going to be called, in my head, uh, Blizzard Call of Call of Warcraft, because <laughs> they, they're stopping Tony Hawk, they're stopping DJ Hero, they're stopping Guitar Hero, they're stopped True Crime Hong Kong, and they're basically just going, okay, we've got World of Warcraft and we've got Call of Duty, we have the top two games. Yep. So let's just run with that. Yeah. I love how the um, the line, the development of best in-class digital community surrounding Call of Duty, everybody's like, uh-oh. Does that mean <laughs> Call of Duty subscriptions? And Activision has says we're not going to comment on that yet. Oops. So... Uh, yeah, they're it's... they're not denying it, so that means no one knows. Yeah. Oi, man, Dave, stop coughing. I'm like already through my 15 ounces here. Well, I'm sorry. It's my own fault, partly for dremeling rubber yesterday and inhaling some of it. Dave, you gotta wear safety goggles and a mask whenever you're dremeling. I did wear safety goggles. You have to wear a mask as well. Yeah, well, funny thing about that. <laughs> Come on, Dave, that's DIY safety number one. Wearing a mask? Well, when you're dealing with fine particles. Uh. When you're cutting things. So it's not really safety number one. Okay, safety number one is safety goggles. Or glasses. And... If you're handling something that you don't want on you, rubber gloves and maybe an apron. If you're cutting stuff that will create small particles, mm-hmm. mask as well. Or if you're welding um, galvanized steel, you definitely want a mask as well because those fumes are um, toxic. Yeah. Yeah. On the plus side, I have an incredible amount of aluminum dust <laughs> uh, and very small aluminum particles. Hey, man, if you make enough thermite, you could melt through an engine block. Yep. <laughs> That's one way to make sure whoever parked, whoever you don't like, will never be able to drive their car again. Just a can of thermite on the hood, light it up, and it will literally melt through the engine block. Yeah, I don't think if I, I, don't, I don't think I'm going to do that. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to melt through someone's engine block. I will probably dig a hole in the ground, pour some of it in, and light it. Mm. Mm, but I'm not going to melt through an engine block. Okay. I could destroy Terminator. Could. I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> I don't know. Kind of the reason thermite is so dangerous is that you can't uh, snuff it out. No, you can't. You can't smother it. Once it starts, it keeps going. Until it runs out of um, chemicals to react with yes. each other. Reactants, I believe, is what they're called. Hey, you got me up this early. <laughs> Isn't your wife a chemist? Yes. <laughs> that doesn't mean I'm a chemist. I just know no, enough. No, but it means you should know reactant. <laughs> hey, I know enough to be... Be dangerous. Yes. 
Um, oh, speaking of music games, Harmonix actually had to lay off uh, 240 people. Yeah, but that's not surprising. Yeah, Once they had their infrastructure set up, I mean, we talked about this when it first came out, that it was a brilliant idea, because you don't need to keep hiring people. No. You don't need to keep developing it. It's developed. And they don't really have anything in the works right now, other than a 3DS title, so... Maybe they might hire more people when they, you know, they actually are working on something. Mm-hmm. Granted, Harmonix has been very secretive about what they've been working on. Because you think about it, we didn't hear about the keyboard until oh, it everyone was... everyone knew it was coming. Well, when they, they, they kept quiet about it until it was ready. Yeah, but and everyone knew all... it was coming. I didn't know it was coming. It makes it makes perfect sense when you think about it, you but did, I didn't... Andy, we said when Rock Band 1 came out that the next thing they have to add is the keyboard. I suppose. I might have said that. I don't remember. And then Rock Band 2 hit, and we were like, oh, but where's the keyboard? <laughs> I'm watching this poor guy in a little front loader distribute snow, which has to be the opposite of the job he's used to doing. Oh, they actually had uh, shut down I-94 where I was at for a bit to remove the snow from the median. <laughs> oh, it just piles so high. We were uh, heading to a hockey game last night, and we were trying to figure out why the highway seemed to be closed. It was because they had to get all the snow off of it. So harmonics lays people off. Yep. And Guitar Hero is dead, so... Fall of the music genre? I guess so. (laughs) Probably not. Have you seen how many songs are on the Rock Band store? Isn't it over, like, 250 now or something like that? Andy, it's over 1,000. Oh, it's over 1,000? Never mind. I think it's over (laughs) 2,000. It's It's like 2,100 songs. It's over 9,000. What? 9,000? Oh, memes... Oh, speaking of memes, uh-huh. there's a segue for you. Yep, you call so, it. Um, we gotta stop work, you know, announcing our segues, though. <laughs> but I think happened. people can get it. So, um, it seems a couple broke up, and it was not amicable. And so, the girl of the relationship took a picture of the boy... And basically turned him into a lolcat using the website Meme Generator. And then spammed uh, the Google search results with these captioned uh, pictures of his of him. So if you search for his name, there would just be hundreds of pictures of him with funny, stupid things written by him. Or written about him. <laughs> That's harsh. Just It's funny, but harsh. <laughs> Yeah, which is kind of funny is the fact that um, the the pictures are no longer there, but the amount of news that came about from this act... All the pictures are still there. (laughs) All the pictures are still there because everybody's talking about... Oops. Oh, that that does Yeah, That poor guy. Hey, man, the internet, everybody's got a voice. (laughs) Some people can use it for good. Some for evil. Oh. New Mexico... Oh, in significant and severe budget crisis. Speaking of evil, yeah, not really evil, just more sad. Ignorant, yes, ignorant. Okay, ignorant word. Idiotic. Some could say House Uh, Bill three hundred two. So it hasn't actually passed yet, which is good. Yeah, it it never will pass. Don't kid yourself. Uh, Wants to protect teachers who teach the scientific, quote-unquote, fallacies of uh, evolutionism. 
But not only that, but things that are scientific weaknesses. So evolution, climate change, and some other things that most of us would not call proper yeah. teachings. Yeah. Basically saying, um, you know, it, it's fine if they teach it, but it's also fine if they teach that it might not really be accurate. And if they go in and talk about, you know, how the Bible says one thing, but scientists say another, that's just fine. Mm-hmm. Why would you waste your time with this? Does this mean that somebody could teach the flying spaghetti monster? Uh, I don't know. As long as you address the scientific weaknesses of it. <laughs> hmm. And it's it's just general idiocy is what it is. Man, this time also with the uh, Republican budget cuts, they want to kill the uh, EPA and all funding for public broadcasting. It seems like we're taking steps backwards. Mm-hmm. Great. Indeed we are, sir. Indeed we are. The pendulum swings both ways. Give it time. Yeah. Hey, the FCC is finally moving forward, though. Suffer through it. Yeah? Yeah. So, I remember we talked about the uh, Universal Service Fund at some point way in the past. Or it's the FCC spends billions of dollars to try and give people out in the middle of nowhere phone access okay and like landlines okay and if you look at your cell phone bill and everything this comes from it's about a two dollar a month charge for the universal service fund per line okay um they've actually approved to move the funding from phone lines to high-speed internet access Ooh, that's kind of cool i think so it's <laughs> you think about it, it's 2011 and we're still trying to put Copper phone lines yep. out, out in the middle of nowhere, which the only people who still have a landline are my parents. <laughs> well, not the only people. No, yeah, but thinking of most of the people that I know. Yeah. Again, I maintain it's good to have at least the landline in existence and a phone plugged into it, even if you aren't paying for the service. Yeah, because I think Emergency it's actually, calls should yep. be made from landlines. It should be still allowed to be... Because, yeah, I think it's actually a law that you actually have to have. You have to allow it to be emergency calls from the line. Right. So, on another topic, which is not on our list. (gasps) I know. I'm sorry. Um, The popular video game League of Legends. Lol. Lol. Um, Have you ever played it, Andy? No. Okay. Back when it first came out. Yes. Two and a half years ago or so. Yes. Really, 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 really crappy AI. Fantastic game. Amazing game. Really crappy AI. Okay. Well, they spent two years improving the AI's code. Okay. And they just re-release... Well, they are re-releasing the AI. The bots, as it were. Uh, And they've been saying for a while that... You know, we're working on the AI, it's getting much better, it's going to, you know, do actually advanced tactics, it's going to go jungle, it's going to gank, it's going to do this, it's going to be fantastic, it's going to be really hard. And everyone's saying, oh, whatever. You know, your your first bots were such crap, you clearly don't know how to program AI. Um, they had a 5v5 match of five devs versus the bots, and the devs lost. Well, yes, I could understand that the devs might have the best chance, but most of the time, the people who are the best players of the game are not the developers. Well, some yes. games are the de- developers could but be... But the, the devs are... I, devs of, of just about any game are generally regarded as pretty good players of said game. 
because they it's just from the sheer amount of practice yeah. that they have to have to say nothing of knowing the inner workings of the game and knowing the computations that are involved right yes i will give so, you that on this team was the uh key designer of the new ai so uh, skynet's going to be showing up in, in how long Lex. well no skynet is showing up tomorrow because that's watson oh god that is tomorrow isn't it yes I'm just hoping they're going to put it online. What time is Jeopardy on? Is that 8? No. Jeopardy's um, 6 o'clock. Oh, damn. Or no, 7 o'clock. No, All right. 7.30. Well, like hell am I going to get a chance to see that then? I'm not sure what time it's on. <laughs> Andy fails at Jeopardy. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> Anyways, I thought it was worth mentioning that the uh, the bots are much better. And there's a video of the game that you can watch. Um, I'm trying to think of where to go with that. Well, we could bring up PAX East. Ah, yes. be at PAX East. It will be at PAX East, but the uh, PAX East schedule has been announced this week. Yep. I wish I could go. I don't know. Most of them, I'm looking at the list, and most of them, meh. Screw the list. It's PAX. It's a party. It's a chance to spend time with friends that I only get to see twice a year. But I'm just looking at it going... I enjoy the panels at PAX, and this year the panels are meh for me. Mm-hmm. Granted, there is one panel of note. Let me find it. at In the Cat Theater on Friday at 5 p.m. 5 o'clock. Gamers doing good. How we use games to make life better for others. Panelists include somebody from PopCap, somebody from Able Gamers Foundation. Well, two people, three people from Able Founders Game Foundation. Somebody from Radioactive Nerd. One person from Gamers Outreach Foundation that we know, named Actually, Zach. I know both of them. Oh, you know both of them? I, I've met Stephanie before. Ah, okay. But yes, our actually our first guest. Yep. Back episode twenty seven. I think so. No, 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 no. Twenty four. Episode I really twenty four. To go to that and raise their hand and say, you know, Mr. Weigel, where did you get the idea to start a nonprofit organization? <laughs> Anyways, congratulations to Zach for making out onto a panel. That's really awesome. Mm, wow. So many years ago. Yep. No, I'm I'm absolutely I want to go to PAX and see some of these. I love how one of the things is, the one that I would really actually want to go to is, so I still have this website. Because <laughs> it seems, the last time I think it was called, so I have this website, so now it's, so I still yep. have this website. There's another funny one in here too that I saw. It was um, one of them that was opposite one of the Omegathon rounds. Um, where is it at? God, there's so many things on this list. <laughs> But it was literally like, yeah, we're opposite the um, Omegathon round, so uh, why would you come to this panel? Ah, right, here we go, Mega64. The cast and crew of Mega64 are back again to debut a ton of new videos and stuff. It's not as good as the Omegathon, though, so I wouldn't bother coming to this at all. <laughs> that is the description of their panel. Nice. Nice. Mega64 is good people, though. Mm-hmm. So moving on, Team Twitter... I guess it's in talks again with getting bought out by either Google or Facebook. For, you know, I think they just do that to drive up their value. <laughs> well, supposedly the talks are in the range of 8 to $10 billion, which 
Um, That's a lot of money. If I remember correctly, we were talking about how Twitter only made, like, what, $43 million or something like that last year? I actually don't remember. They're, they made, their revenues were only $43 million last year. And this year, they're looking at maybe $100 million if they're lucky. And they're being bought for $100 billion. Well, 10. Well, not $100 billion, $10 billion. Yeah. So $1,000 million, And they're only may, may making $100 million. Seems a little off. Yep. Well, but I mean, if you look at the rate of growth and you figure it's going to be around for five to 10 years. And they have 200 million subscribers. Right. So, I mean, that would probably be worth it to Google just for direct access to the data of who is doing what when. Yeah, and especially if you have location data added to tweets as well. Right. Speaking of location stuff. Seems that there is a new pocket-sized cell tower. So I could carry my cell tower. I mean, isn't the whole point of cell towers that they're stationary? Yes. What would the advantage be of pocket-sizing it? Well, the amount there, there's the antenna that's up on the top, right? Yeah. And then down on the ground, there is, I'm guessing, the guy says about the box the size of a large filing cabinet that handles all of the actual processing power and transmitting and all that stuff. Well, the... The one that this French company has unveiled takes that filing cabinet and breaks it down to something the size of a Rubik's Cube. Huh. So you'd still need the giant antenna. Yes. Because it's still line of sight. That's why they're up so high. But right. being able to shrink down all that hardware down to something the size of a Rubik's Cube but means you What's the advantage of it? Well, you would cut down greenhouse emissions and setup would be a lot easier because you don't have to set up this huge box it's just one little cube would repairing the cube be harder or easier i mean replacing it certainly would be easier but what about repairing it i'm not sure but i'm thinking at this point if it's that big you could probably just replace just it, it rather yeah replace it rather yeah, than but, repair it but then we, we fall back i mean now all of a sudden it's not as carbon efficient Yes, okay, I can see. Because every time it breaks, you have to throw it out. Yeah. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, interesting that they shrunk it down so much. Well, they're also um, combining all the antennas on the top to a uh, single antenna up on top. Woo! So, I don't know, it's going to be rolling out mm, 2012, so we'll see how it works okay it's just new interesting technology especially if it's something that small you could put a bunch of them together and if it replaces all filing cabinet if you still keep the box that's a filing cabinet size and you just fill it with something that's a bunch of those you could really expand the amount of bandwidth you can carry through that single tower can you that's what they're saying okay we can put a bunch of these together and expand the amount of people who can use a single tower mm. so yeah but how often do you get network full try again later not that often, other than packs. In emergencies. Yeah, other than emergencies and packs, I have not had to worry. Right. So I, I'm just not sure it's worth it. I mean, it's cool, but yeah. And it's, the technology is moving forward. Yep. It's just not always for the better. <laughs> okay, then. Mobile games. Yes. It seems most people actually don't play them while they're on the go. Okay. Where do they play them? Uh, 40% of the time, 40, 47% of the time, players play mobile games while at home. Yeah. 12% 12 of the time, they play them on a commute. 1% of the time, they play them in an airport. 
Here's well, I mean, that's kind of not fair because think about how often you're in an airport. Yeah, not that often. 7% of the time they play them while in the restroom. Yeah, I'd believe that. Play them at work 14% of the time, school 3% of the time. Dave, I think I figured it out. You just need to build yourself a cell phone jammer for your room. Mm-hmm. That way nobody will be able to I use their... I use my network for internet. Okay, Unless so I can jam only Verizon and Sprint. Well, you probably could because they're... I think they've got their own frequencies compared to AT&T and T-Mobile. Yeah, then all my students who have AT&T, though, would still be able to do things. Also, they're illegal. I suppose. If you want to go with the whole legal route. Yeah. It's kind of important. But it's, it's interesting to look at that going, oh yeah, mobile games are casual games people play on the go. Seems not so much. It, this is one of those things where I'd question where the data come from. Well, it's easy to look up the top 25 iPhone games. Yeah. Which eight of them, I guess, are all from major brands. Okay. So, But is it easy to find out where they're playing them? That one I'm not sure about. <laughs> I'm very curious to find out where he... This one guy was calling up people, asking them where they play games. Right. And what does it mean, 1% play them at the airport? Is that 1% of people at the airport play games? Or 1% of people who play games play them at the airport? Or people who play games play at the airport 1% of the time? I mean, this is not good statistics. (laughs) I just love the thing. Are you currently playing a mobile video game? Yes. Are you on the john? Yes. Thank you. There are going to yeah. be four versions of Firefox in the next year. I'll believe it when I see it. Well, currently their roadmap says Firefox 4, I Firefox will believe it when 5, I see it. Firefox 6, and Firefox 7 are all slated for 2011. I will believe it when I see it. Oh. Given Firefox 4 has been in beta for six months, <laughs> not even beta, it's still like release candidates, right? Or no, it, it's, I don't know, is it beta? Yeah, it's beta, I think, 11 yeah, right beta now. 4. Beta 11? Beta 11. Fox, Firefox 4, beta 11. Well, I gotta update mine. I'm still sitting at beta 4. Ooh, you're a little behind the time. Yep. I just can't wait for the 64-bit operating system version. <laughs> I just can't wait for a version that doesn't leak like a sieve. <laughs> it's not too bad now. I think you just got some bad add-ons or something that are making them memory leaks. Let's fire this up, shall we? Memory, 1.1 gig. My memory, 191, 412K, so that's... 200 meg. Yeah. And is that including the container? What do you mean the container? Oh, There's plug-in another container? There's plug-in container for Firefox? That's at 13. Yeah. That only gets huge when I'm playing Flash video or something. Yep. So Flash is the problem. <sighs> And I've been shrinking my... As we've been going through topics, I've been closing the tabs. Well, of course. And I started with a clean slate. (laughs) So yeah, Firefox is huge. Mm. Alright, what's next? Samsung. I don't know why they were wanting to do this, but they hired one of the companies that sends those balloons up to take pictures of the Earth. Mm -hmm. They hired them and um, the founding member of the Paper Aircraft Association of the UK to design... 100 special paper airplanes that were launched from space. Okay. So they were, they were attached to a balloon that rose to 122,000 feet up. Each or, with a little SD card? Yeah. And the paper airplanes floated back to Earth, and they've been landing everywhere. There's right. been some in Australia, some in Russia, India, Germany. Wow, that is indeed everywhere. Some have been reported in Canada and the United States. These are unconfirmed reports. but So 
There's a hundred paper airplanes out there with SD cards on them. That's insane. Why? Well, they wanted to prove that their SD cards are uh, rugged. Okay. And what happens if some animal eats the paper airplane and then dies? Then it sucks for that animal. <laughs> I think most animals, most animals that could eat an SD card would just pass it through their system. That shows ruggability right there. Yeah, if it survives that. <laughs> None of this fallen from space bit. If it falls from space and then gets eaten, and then I can use it after I That's rugged. wash it off. Nope, nope, no washing, just plug it in. Oh, I don't want to put that in my laptop. <laughs> so, um, we talked about the root key for the PS3. Yep. So did, evidently, Kevin Butler. Yeah, the, uh, that, that one guy you always see on the uh, Sony PS3 commercials. Their fictitious yep. CEO or whatever he is. Generally VP for something. Yeah. Well, on his Twitter account, he um, retweeted somebody who tweeted the root code. <laughs> so every one of his fans saw the root code for the PS3. Yeah, which is kind of funny because Sony's been actually trying to clamp this thing down hard. Like they've been going after ISPs and trying. Doesn't know what the right hand is doing. Uh... Really funny. Poor Kevin Butler. He actually made a really nice speech at uh, E3 last year. I remember hearing about it. I never it was, actually went to go find it, though. Yeah, it was about how we need to stop this kind of console divisiveness and just come to realize that we're all gamers. Mm. Which, coming from a spokesman for one of the consoles, is just huge. Yeah, which is kind of funny because Sony's all about their exclusiveness. Yep. It's, there's always the exclusive PS3 titles that are, you always hear about because they're so excited to have their exclusive titles. Yep, because well, without them, they'd die. Mm-hmm. Oh, speaking of who might be on the, well, especially what is on the ropes, Symbian. Symbian. What Nokia's about cell phone yeah. OS. Yeah. They announced a deal with Microsoft where Windows Phone will be the operating system for Nokia's smartphones. Oh, wow. So Major win for Microsoft. Possibly a major loss for every Nokia customer. <laughs> um, which most people were not happy about this because it seems um, after this announcement was made, a lot of people, a lot of the Nokia workers either uh, didn't show up for work the next day. <laughs> Or um, used their time off to not show up for work that day. Wow. And the Nokia stock, I think, is down 13% right now. Wow. That's pretty significant. (laughs) Yeah. So it seems the CEO is really excited about this, but everybody else is like, um, no. No. Yep. Okay. What else do we have? Let's get through the rest of these. Mm -hmm. Oh, there's an app in Boston called an I, I app in Boston yes for your smartphone the okay. city of Boston released an app I forgot exactly what it's called ah street bump where it uses the accelerometer and the GPS of your cell phone to find out where the potholes are nice so if you're driving along and you hit a pothole your car will drop into the pothole your phone will accelerometer yeah. will register the bump your phone will bounce yeah and it will alert the city to a problem. And the city of Boston has now just purchased a Pro Patch Pothole Patcher, which is a truck that costs $151,000 that is supposedly made to allow crews to fix potholes in a faster, more permanent fashion. Cool. So the app will alert the city. The city will release their Pro Patch Pothole Patcher, which I don't know why you have to have patch in there twice. It sounds like Dr. Seuss. <laughs> 
It really does. So, all right. Google is providing two-step verification for your email yep. and other Google accounts. So you have to know which your is- password and have your phone on you, which because it will generate the second part of your password. Mm-hmm. So those of you who are really afraid of somebody trying to hack your Gmail. You can do this. Yeah. Granted, if somebody steals your phone, then you... Um, your SOL. Yeah, because... It will be sent to your phone, which you don't mm-hmm. have anymore. Yep. So, I don't know. It's more secure, but then granted, you've got to keep your cell phone on you at all times. Yeah. Well, not all times, because you can still set it up to keep you signed in for 30 days on your main computer. Mm-hmm. So then you don't have to keep on having your cell phone with you every single time you want to sign into Gmail. That's good. You just have to do it once every 30 days. Right. HTC, the maker of our cell phones, by our cell phones, yes. I mean, Dave and mine. The G2s. Yes. And my old G1. Has purchased 5.3 million shares of OnLive, which Ooh. is about a $40 million investment into OnLive. I want OnLive to go public. I'd like to invest in it. Well, I, isn't it on? Isn't it public in Taiwan or something? Or Is it? I have no idea. I I don't know, but does this mean that you know, we could have on live on our on cell our phones? Phone. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting and quite wonderful. I don't know if our phones have the processing power. Two years, those phones will. Okay, laser cut Catan pieces. <laughs> um, really, really amazingly cool set. And I am currently looking around Ann Arbor trying to find a place where I can get this made. Now, is this what is this made out of? Uh, this one, he's got two up here. That one's made of wood. Oh, and the other I think is made of acrylic. Well, hey, this will make it a lot easier to make sure that the parts don't slide under each other all the time. Right. I mean, like this looks brilliant and gorgeous, and I very much would like to have this made. Granted, I okay. So brick looks like brick. What is that circle? Oh, that's wood. Okay, so brick, wood, stone looks like stone. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Wheat is wheat. It looks like caterpillars. The wheat? Yeah, the wheat looks like caterpillars to me. Oh, yeah, up close it looks like wheat. Yep. So what do sheep look like? I would assume it looks like sheep. I, they don't show. But anyways, I mean, this is just beautiful. It's in, I like the locking mechanism because that make that's the one, one problem. Yeah, Dave, I'm almost out of Still coffee. Still taking a drink? <laughs> stop! Stop coffee! I'm almost out of coffee here. I'm like staring at the bottom <laughs> of my cup. Oh, so the guys from Bulletstorm mm-hmm. created a spoof on Call of Duty, calling it Duty Calls, which it's like a four minute spoof of Call of Duty, right? Which I haven't even played Call of Duty, but watching the spoof. And it's 1.25 million downloads? Yeah. Wow. So this game is four minutes tops. And already 1.25 million people have downloaded it. Wow. I remember when you had to wait for people to hit platinum on video games. And now... Now a download. A four minute download. Gets a million hits. Yep. And lastly, I do believe it's last... So we're talking all about smartphones, right? Yeah. Um, One thing we haven't noticed is out of the 234 million cell phone users in America last year, 73% of them don't have a smartphone. Right. Well, data plans are expensive. Yes. Yes, they are. 
and you've got people who still have phones that are four years old. But if you were to go and take a survey at, like, my school, which is, a, keep in mind, it's an impoverished area, mm-hmm. right? Like, over 50% of the students have free or reduced-cost lunch. Yeah. Most of the phones are smartphones, which, like, the majority of students with cell phones have smartphones. Granted, you're a high school, so that I just, having younger kids with phones seems ridiculous. Yep. Especially those who can't drive, because most likely they should have a parent with them who drove them wherever they needed to go. Yep. But. Different times. Oh, the times they are a-changing. And everybody else can just pay an extra 30 bucks a month for. Oh, nope, nope, nope. 40 bucks. Who's paying 40 bucks a month for data? Well, data plans are generally $30. Yeah. And then all the new phones, all the new Android devices have a $10 surcharge. For what? For the advanced data usage. Oh, that is ridiculous. Yep. That is so... That's why I didn't jump ship to Sprint. They were going to charge me 40 bucks a month. I said, screw that. I'll stay with T-Mobile. I have a grandfathered-in contract. Oh, no, no. I have unlimited data. <laughs> I have a grandfathered-in contract. How so? You can't get... The plan that we've got anymore, the the two lines, five hundred minutes. Plan I have. I'm saying you can't get the plan. You that cannot me. get the plan I have. You can't get the plan I have either. Probably Great. not. What plan do you have? The five hundred family time, five hundred minutes, unlimited ah. nights and weekends. No, I've got the Fave Five three hundred minute with uh, the G One unlimited data plan. How much is your unlimited data plan? Thirty bucks. Well, I can get thirty bucks unlimited data plan on my phone. What was really sucks, though, is the fact that um, when I switched over, I think it was either last year or the year before, it's the fact that um, the data plan at the time had, for the BlackBerry, had the messages included in it. So I had to cancel out of my text messaging plan and go with the data plus text messaging. Yeah. But I only keep the data plan for packs or when I'm traveling long distances. Um, so when I got back home, I canceled the data plan. I went to go back to my messaging, which at the time was 400 messages. Well, before I switched, was 400 messages for $10 or whatever it is, or $5, right. I can't remember. Um, they didn't offer it anymore. So I have now 300 messages for the same price that Kate has for 400 messages a month. Ah, uh, that sucks. Yeah. Try to ask them about it. They're like, oh, sorry, we had to cancel your thing. So you don't, you have the 300 messages now. I'm like, but... <laughs> That's what's dangerous about switching your plan around. Uh. Okay, before Andy gets completely out of coffee, let's yeah, wrap Yeah, I've this. got like one sip left, Dave. This is... Our games. Mario series. For Dave, yes. Mario, Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers 2, which do, wasn't do, do, really do, do, a... I like the Super Mario Brothers 2 theme more than the other ones. The Doki Doki Panic? Yes. Super Mario Brothers 3. Super Mario World. Do, do, Super Mario World. No, that was Super Mario 3, wasn't it? I think so. Damn. Let's see, there's Dr. Would you consider Dr. Mario in the Super Mario series or no? No, in the same way I do not consider Donkey Kong or Mario arcade game. Or Mario vs. Sonic at the Olympics. Right. So there's Mario, Mario 3. Four, Super Mario Galaxy. Super Mario Galaxy 2. New Super Mario Brothers. New Super Mario Brothers Wii. Man, it's there was a, a lot of them. Yeah. So which one did you like the best? Three. With the... Uh, God, I haven't played... I don't think I've actually... 
Thinking about it now, I don't think I've actually ever beat... No, I beat Super Mario World. Yes, that's the only one that I have beaten. Yep. It's a good one. I think it's the only one I've beaten, too. <laughs> God, it's... Oh, man, some of the other ones are so hard. Especially the early ones. Even with the warp tunnels, it's... Oh. It's hard. The it whole game hard. was hard. Oh, we forgot Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah, I'm not sure I count that one. All right, what about you, Andy? You have the Lego series. Yes. So we're talking Lego Star Wars, Lego Star Wars 2, Lego Star Wars... Lego Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. The Lego Indiana Jones, Lego Indiana Jones 2, which Lego Batman. The uh, Lego Harry Potter games. Um, What other Lego games are there? The Lego Worlds MMO thing? Yes, the Lego MMO. Lego Universe. Yes. Oh, it's just... Those games are, yes, it has the feel of the original games in them. Well, the original property, but then it also has Lego silliness and the ability to break down items and rebuild them into something else completely. Yep. Just so much fun to just wander around in and try different things out, especially trying to find all the hidden golden bricks and everything. I know it's for kids, but they're just so much fun. <laughs> I still need to play Lego Batman, though. Damn it, Dave. has got it. Okay, so when <laughs> I actually would then have to um, come over to the side of the state. Yeah. Yep. Or he could mail it to me. I think you can mail it through media mail. Possibly. I have no idea. I've never heard of media mail. You've never heard of media mail? Nope. Yeah. All right. Books, random DVDs, topic. video games, a bunch of stuff you can ship media random, mail. And random. Save. Andy. Focus. Oh, fine. Random topic. I roll ahead of time. This is definitely a Hans one, but I don't understand it. Do you have a program that generates graduation speeches? No. Well, I have a program that will assist in the generation of graduation speeches. In fact, I have several. Yes. Notepad. Word. Word. Open, Open office. office. Google, Google Docs. Or Google Writer. Yeah, whatever it's called. Microsoft Office Live or whatever it is. Um, but one that will just boom your speech? No. Well, let's no, I see. Not. Graduation speeches. You first talk about your history of what happened after you graduated. You try and impose some. Wait, why would you give? You mean? Oh, you're. See, I'm thinking of like head of the class graduation speech. Oh, I was you're just thinking, thinking of like honor guests graduation. Yeah, speech. commencement speakers. I'm just thinking of all the graduations that I've been to. The commencement speakers have all been. This is what happened yeah, I when listened. I was growing up. This is what happened after I graduated. Let me impart some wisdom upon you from my yeah. history. Soap. Soap? Soap. What do you mean soap? Nothing. Never mind. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Several people might get the joke. Others can look it up. Oh, I was just thinking of the, uh, whoa, what's the wear sunscreen song? Always wear sunscreen. Yeah, that's where I got the soap. I don't remember soap from that. Isn't that Yoda doing that? I don't know. It's been too long. Boz Lerman. There we go. Everybody's free to wear sunscreen. Okay. Which Plastics. is actually... No, that's The Graduate. I know, but I'm just saying. Well, that's a, it's a good song. And then there's uh, Chris Rock's No Sex in the Champagne Room from it. Yeah, I don't think that's a graduation speech, though. <laughs> well, it's his version of the Wear Sunscreen song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Mary Schmidt article back in 1997. Okay. Anyways... <laughs> I gotta so, go. Andy's fine. gotta go get more coffee because I'm gonna keep coughing. God, it's I gotta man, Dave. I drank all this coffee and I'm sitting here like. <laughs> God, now I'm out. And now we're out. All right. <laughs>